This podcast contains adult language. So you start off your day early and good, trying to be productive. Right. So I, I started off like, hey, you know, went to bed good. I'm going to get a good start in my day. But since then, I felt like, you know what? It's not money to be made out there. When I looked at the the map, then it wasn't nothing hot on it. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I was on Facebook and shit for too long. And I was like, I'm going to finish watching Lost in Space on Netflix because that's what I've been binging on. I get a call from my homegirl, my homegirl, Rob. Diehard Falcon fans, supported, been the games. When the last game in the dome, she came down because she don't live here. When it started the playoff game, that was our Super Bowl year. And she was like, you know they're bringing them both back, right? I was like, well, we all knew it. You know, we all calm about it. And because you've been saying it for weeks, we've been saying it for weeks. Everybody been saying it for weeks after that. And I said I wasn't going to curse so I could go everywhere, but fuck it. I don't know where this is going. After that ballless, pussy-ass faggot, Arthur Blank, when he said that shit coming to the bother, we're going to think about that instead of firing that imbecile, limp-dick coach, and that piece-of-shit GM. We all knew they was coming back. Any sons of bitches, the stupid-ass players, because, of course, you want to play a coach because nobody's going to get in your ass when you're a fucking loser and an incompetent prick. So, of course, they want this piece of shit numb that back, this schmutz. So, of course, they we playing hard. And everybody, we won the last three games straight. Nobody said shit about they beat the fucking Panthers and the Jaguars in that fucking three games that they're talking about. Anyway, they don't decide to cut the dumbass GM that is $2 million over cap. I told, hold on, stop right there. I told you Dimitrov were coming back, regardless of what happened. I mean, because, I mean, he's a, he's probably Arthur Blank's best dick sucker in the stable, and he stays on his knees to fucking buy bicycle riding faggot, and that's all he does. So, of course, his job's secure. He's giving him hand jobs in the fucking box. Why would he cut him? He's his mistress. He's his side piece who keep quiet. I've never seen somebody get paid as much as that fucking clown this many years for doing absolute shit. And do it, and when he does have a job to do, he's absolutely ass at it. No, he's a two-time so, GM of the year. But you only know, you only compound that with having the motherfucker who is a defensive coach who took over the defense that was ranked fucking last when he had the defense. As soon as he give up defense, and now the defense plays like a fucking defense. Can I read? Can I read something real quick? Please. I just want to read the press release. Atlanta Falcons owner Arthur Blank has decided to retain coach Dan Quinn and general manager Thomas Dimitrov for the 2020 season. After a 1-7 start, the Falcons have shown dramatic improvement in the second half of the season with a 5-2 and two record. We're going to come back and talk about who they beat those five times. That includes road wins over San Francisco and New Orleans, 
two of the top teams in the NFC. There was much speculation about Quinn's future, specifically after Blank held an impromptu news conference after a home loss to Seattle, where he said every aspect would be reevaluated. Quinn made some changes, including removing assistant coach Raheem Morris from wide receivers to defense to work with the defensive backs. That move pr- proved to be a shrewd decision that helped jumpstart the defense. The Falcons. <laughs> Excuse me, the Falcons announced Friday that Mars will be the team's defensive coordinator starting next year. You have to pick apart the word continuity. This is off the blank talking. You have to pick apart the word continuity. Continuity for the sake of continuity is not necessarily a good thing. It depends on what you want to continue. Blank said in the video posted by the team. In our case, we studied really hard the performance of the team during the year. Obviously, the first half of the year, one and seven, not where we wanted to be. Horrific by any standard. But now you look at the second half. We're 5-2. and two. The question really is for me, were the improvements that were made, were they significant enough and did they show enough of a trend line that I felt there's reason to believe we can carry that kind of record and that kind of performance over the to the year 2020? And my answer is yes, because essentially the players, we did not come up with Superman the second half of the year. In a statement, the Falcons said Quinn and Dimitrov will report to team president and CEO Rich McKay. McKay will report directly to Blake, who retains oversight of the football operations. And that is the press release statement. Your thoughts? <laughs> Again, I got two trains of thought here. Let me, let me address them separately. One, I think, well, let's go with the more interesting one first. You do, this goes back to Carolina. We said this several times. You don't you don't keep Ron Rivera around so he can pull a five game winning streak off his ass when ultimately you can't win with him. The same thing with Dan Quinn. The fact is Carolina is a what Jay Z said. There's a fork in the road, and I drove straight. There's a fork in the road. Carolina went right. The Falcons went left. Only time will tell if it was the right decision. We know it wasn't the right decision for the Falcons. Dan Quinn can't coach. But we'll tell in time if it was the right decision for Carolina. But you can't sell season tickets and bring everybody back and say, hey, let's run it back, fellas. Like, you can't do that. That's the first train of thought. The second train of thought, I think Arthur Blank is a senile old man. I really do. And I think somebody needs to get the wheels from dad before he wrecks this car. He's too old to be driving. He's too old to be driving long distances. He's falling asleep at the road. That's off the blank. Somebody just take the wheel keys from him, get the wheel, and let him just sit back and enjoy the ride. That's what needs to happen right now with the Falcons. What are your thoughts on that press release? Shana, there, there are individuals, there are fans who listen to the show, and they always say the same thing about the two of us. One, seems that I'm always off the rails. And I'm always gung-ho because I speak so passionate. <laughs> Two, you you reel everything in. So we needed you to reel that in. My thoughts. There's a three-man train being ran on the Falcon fan base. And there's one motherfucker watching. Rich McKay, fucking Thomas Dimitrov, and Dan Quinn are sitting there with goddamn with their dick in their hand with the fan base bent over and tied up while Arthur Blank is somewhere in the corner with the popcorn watching. He's a piece of shit. We're going to get the same results. We went 7-9 back-to-back. 
they can say all the shit they want about these impressive road wins against the Saints and the 49ers because they probably didn't take the motherfucker serious when they looked as trash as they did with a bullshit coach. But not only that, you went the same record you went last year with supposedly a better roster. Supposedly. You have a better roster, and there's no excuses. Last year you had the injury excuse. There are no excuses. So this is the problem that article, and this is how the media plays dirty tricks, right? So nowhere in the article did it say Dan Quinn removed himself from defense coordinator and the Falcons improved. Like if you like, this is a national website. So if you're not a Falcon specific fan, you wouldn't know that. You you would fall for this too. Hey, they went five and two. Obviously they did good. The head coach took over the defense. They went from, you know, trending bad to one of the worst in history. No, 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 no. They went from like the twentieth ranked, twenty something ranked defense to the. 31st and 32nd right defense. Nah, they were they were like they were trending historically bad. I remember, I read an article where they were saying the Falcons were, the Falcons was it the Fal- it was the Falcons and somebody else. I want to say the Saints. Or uh, it was two teams in the same division. It was the Falcons and somebody else in the division. They were saying they have two of the worst defenses in the past five years. It may have been the Panthers. I forget who it was, but I remember the Falcons and somebody another division team and. If that didn't tell Arthur Blank, look, man, this man shouldn't be running anything. As a head coach, he's failed. He went back to his comfort zone and failed spectacularly. He needs to go. And then, hold on, hold on. We got to save a little. Thomas Dimitrov, we ain't forgot about you, buddy. Go on and take your seat, too. They're, what, two million? They're overcapped laughably for next year. Like, they can't even sign draft picks because of that. Yeah, they're 2.2, I think. Over. 2.2, you know. Over, and they so they can't even they have to cut people just to sign draft picks. They had options to get rid of two high price players, Devontae Freeman, and there was one more I forget who the other one was. And they both it was True Fun and Devontae Freeman, and they both stood. And Dimitrov, in all his idiocy, said, Nope, we're good. So now they're gonna cut young players who have promise. To keep these old motherfuckers to when they have to sign new draft picks. Like, this is a real big clusterfuck. And the Falcons aren't a big enough team for people to care. And we're going to do a full podcast with the full digital Darren crew. Because everybody wants to chop at this lumber. But we just want to do some real quick instant thoughts, rapid reaction to hearing this news. But this is a real big clusterfuck. Like, a this... We, I've always said you don't want the Falcons to be the San Diego Chargers. They're going to be worse than the Chargers after all this. Those are my ultimate thoughts. They're going to be way worse because we can't even draft. Chargers are the problem is Phil Rivers. We have a myriad of <coughs> problems. Our problem is not just, and as much as I like Matt Ryan, that contract is crazy, and the contract is crazy because of the other motherfuckers with it. So we don't just have a Matt Ryan contract. We also have a Julio Jones contract. We also have a Devontae Freeman contract. We also have a True Funk contract. Grady Jarrett. Grady, Grady Jarrett played up to his contract, and it's nothing crazy. It's only four years, $60 million. But Deion Jones didn't play up to his contract. And we got people in Wayne who could, unless he bounced all the way back, the, the, the 54 in Joku, I forgot in the card, he can play just as good. They got to re-sign Devontae Campbell, which I don't think you do when you have the linebackers to have, who I wish you could sign in Austin Hooper. But can you really sign him? They said this, the Falcons are the, is the one team in the league who, like, 
I think 70% of their salary is tied to those players you just named. It's like it's the majority. It may be 60% of their salary are tied to those six players. It's laughable. It's laughable what's going on and what's transpiring. Because as a GM, you have to. You can't keep Devontae. You just you can't keep Devontae Freeman. Not just because he's injured prone. Not just because he's he's tailed off in his career. But you have somebody just like him and running backs in the wing. That's why you don't keep Devontae Freeman. True first, never on the fucking field. He's nobody you have to have. Yet we gave him an eighty million dollar contract after the Super Bowl when he didn't play. The nine games leading up to the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl. Like it's, you're going to have KZ coming up. Like There's players coming up that you're going to have to pay that you're going to probably lose out on. They'll do something stupid like, uh, listen, it's ridiculous. And Rich McKay should be fired. Tell me, Demetra should be fired. That's who not getting enough. Rich McKay shouldn't even be here. Why is he even here? So Rich McKay is one of those people who he one of the people who just was sitting back collecting the check. I don't think he just made sure, hey, what's the promotion for the night? Oh, we're doing Matt Ryan Bobblehead tonight. I thought that's all he had to do. Now they're putting real football duties on him and it's gonna be oh shit again. Because they keep they keep moving football duties. They keep it's 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 a fucking shuffling the cars here because nobody's competent enough to handle their job. That's what's not being said. Everybody's doing Rick Thomas Dimitrov's job. Football operations is supposed to be the GM's job. Drafting is supposed to be the GM's job. They take everything from that motherfucker because he's because he can't do any of it. You mentioned it best. They talk, they, they fire every coordinator. You understand? Once you fire every coordinator, it's on you as the head coach. And you went 79 again. How the without the injuries? How does he keep his job? How is that possible? It's not possible. You so much, you so, first off, he, he takes his players, put them in bad positions on the field. And then he does the same thing with his coaching staff. Raheem Morris always been a defensive coach. I remember a couple years ago when they made him a wide receiver coach. And we said the same thing. Why the fuck would you put Raheem Morris, who used to be a defensive coach, and who was a head coach before? Why would you put him a wide receiver coach? I think that motherfucker says something stupid. Like he won't, you know, a coach like that work both sides of the ball, whatever the fuck he said. Hey, if he no defense, he must no offense. Something like that. And then you take that shit and move him right back, and now you make him defensive coordinator. Newsflash, you dumb fuck. He should have always been defensive coordinator, but what he really should be is the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. That's what Raheem Morris should be. Him and Jeff Albert. Jeff Albert should be the defensive uh, coordinator, and Raheem Morris should be the head coach. I, I don't get it. But how do you how do you explain this to the fan base? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take take it a step further. It's up to the fans not to show their displeasure. It's up to the fans. It's up to the fans to not show up. It's up to the fans to not buy merchandise. I don't give a fuck about all that. I'm a diehard. I'm a diehard. I'm a diehard. That out. What, what somebody said best, I think it was Mike Greeny. What you are is a customer. And if you're if you're if you're not being satisfied, or if you're not being served in the manner you should be, you should just keep going. You shouldn't be patronizing the restaurant just because it's in your neighborhood 
just because it's black owned, just because, you know, whoever, whatever, whatever. That's just the only you should you should have your suggestions and they should be met as a paying customer. And as a paying customer, the Falcons should be stung in the wallet. If that fucker can't understand what he's doing wrong, then the fan base need to show him. And not show up for those fucking games, not buying the merchandise, and not not do anything to support this team. This team is terrible. We get tired of getting shitted on. If this was the if this was the Dallas Cowboys, this would be on national news on national sports news twenty four seven. It'd be looped. But it's Atlanta Falcons so they get away with this shit. If this was the Dallas Cowboys, because that's about getting rid of Jason Garrett now. If this was Dallas Cowboys, this shit would be looped all fucking day. And at this point, it's, it's, it's beyond me. It's ridiculous. It's without saying. I'm, I'm really looking for another team. I'm done with this team. So before I pull back, hopefully they get that shit together and then we can get back. But I'm not, I'm not, but you can't invest in this team. They really don't give a shit. I don't know my who, who I, I, I'm just going to watch football, but the Falcons, you can't be this incompetent. It's literally like having Larry Curley and Moe Run the fucking organization. It's interesting you said that because <clears throat> I have a question for you, and I'm gonna pose this on the greater podcast too. You have to bring Dirk Cutter back, right? You have to. Like you can't give Matt Ryan another D coordinator, right? You have. You have to. This is where all this gets stupid and sticky, right? This is how you waste. This is how you waste players in their prime, and this is bad coaching. So after time, after not time, bad coaching. This is bad leadership. This is horrible leadership. Once Kyle Shanahan left, you know what you do? You don't let him take Lafleur Lafleur as his as the quarterback coach. You promote Lafleur as the offense coordinator. That's what you do. You just promote the quarterback to the offensive coordinator, and y'all take it from there. What you don't do is scrap that shit get Steve Sarkeesian, and now Steve Sarkeesian bring back Dirk Cutter. But you can't, you can't do this again. Every first year, every time he gets a first year coordinator, he plays like it. The whole team plays like it. They got to get up the footing. They got to learn this. They got to do that. Like you don't just jump out of the box. I, I don't know. There's very few teams that do that. Period. I don't really know a team Green Bay is doing it. But they had they little woes. I mean, their defense is showing up. But very few teams can in the first year have significant success. That's rare. That's historically rare. So you know what it is. So Arthur Blank's giving a Christmas present to Dan Quinn and to the fans of Atlanta. It's Christmas time. Dan Quinn got a Lamborghini. We got cold in our side. That's different. What do you do if you're an Atlanta fan from here? A Falcon fan? You really need to. Georgia's a football. You need to go root for UGA or Georgia Tech or go enjoy your family during football season. Or find another you team. You I, can't root for UGA. UGA is Atlanta Falcons with less talent. <clears throat> but at least they're not doing inherently stupid stuff, right? Like Kirby, hiring Kirby Smart made some level of sense. Like we can. I'm not the biggest Kirby Smart fan. We all... You hate Kirby Smart at UGA. Yeah, but it made sense to hire him. Like, it was time for Marit to go. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the problems I have with Kirby Smart, I have with Kirby Smart. But it made some level of sense. 
This makes no level of sense. This makes absolutely no level of sense. So, like, those are two different things. Georgia may let you down on the field, but at least the moves they make, they're always good at recruiting. They always, like, the, the moves they make are standard or whatever, or, or par for the course. They don't do anything crazy or stupid. Like, defense, they still running the old school offense because in the SEC, old school offense is one until recently. Like, it changed overnight. So, like, the moves Georgia, even though I'm not a Kirby Smart fan, all the stuff they do is rational. The stuff that's going on right now is completely 100% irrational. You got to root for another team. You said it best. You can't spend your money with the Falcons. We know people with season tickets, ho, season tickets. You can't do that. You remember when it wasn't Trump, but this was before people, um, politicians started having them people behind them who they paid to be behind them. One politician, I forget, this was years ago, he got up to speak and everybody stood up and turned their backs to him while he spoke. Like the fans need to do, the fans need to do that version of this to Arthur Blank, to Dan Quinn, to Thomas Dimitrov, to Rich McKay. You can't spend a dime in there. If they got ten thousand season season ticket holders, it needs to be a thousand next year. It needs to be five hundred because everybody's not going to give them up. But it needs to be completely empty stadiums. It needs to be, hey, should we bring in the blackout rule because of the Falcons team? Go back to blackout. Yeah, it has to be that. Because he's not going to understand anything but money. And Dan Quinn is incompetent. Thomas Dimitrov is just, he's just doing what it takes to keep his job. He's that corporate kiss ass who, whatever it takes to keep his job, that's what he's going to do. And Rich McKay just hiding up with it don't really matter to him. It's just none of them. It's just amazing. They just show up to work and get paid. Yeah, I honestly do. And Arthur Black is just, he's just, I don't know what's up. He's made friends. When he should not have a business. Business not for friends. Business is for sharks. Not goldfish. And he's a goldfish. Like, you refuse, and it's not even like Jerry Jones refusing to listen to the fan base and then do what he's supposed to do because, like Jerry Jones or not, Jerry Jones put good players on that fucking field. And that's what, that's the, I think that's the frustration with everybody. Like, it, Jerry Jones knows how to amass talent. But he can't get out of his own way outside of that part, right? Jerry Jones knows football. He played football. He owned a football franchise for decades. And he knows football. He can, he can eyeball. He don't need a scale to eyeball. He can eyeball to work. He don't need no goddamn scale. Been doing this shit since before we were born. This shit is to him. Arthur Blank does not know football. He made a, a significant amount of money knowing business and bought something that he has a hobby or bought something as another investment. He don't know it. You are you know IT. You're well versed in IT. It's like you make you, you it's like you're doing your if your app becomes huge and now you have millions. And now you're just investing in different stuff because you need to invest in something so you want your money to go. So now you're investing in Fucking telephones or real estate. You don't know the shit. You know, telephones or real estate, you just hire your stock person or your, your money guy to tell you what to invest in. But you don't really know the shit. And that's where Arthur Black comes off at. He don't know the shit. That's why he can invest in fucking... You think he knows shit about soccer? You know, a bitch-ass thing. He just invested, got the right person. He got the right person and won a fucking championship nobody give a fuck about. But <clears throat> the football, he does not have the right people. And he's not, he's not smart enough to cut bait on those people. So the only way this is going to help as Falcon fans right now, the only way that this works is if you cut bait on Arthur Blank. They're so stupid. The talent we have in the building 
they don't even recognize him. Earlier, I told you, God made Dan Quinn play KCA safety. And he still bucked it. Before the season started, he sat him down nickel. Because he looked terrible at nickel. Didn't give a fuck. Keanu Neal go down. Ah, uh, boo-hoo. But now you have to play KC. Not if you're Dan Quinn. You put fat-ass Kamal Ishmael out there, and then you trade Duke Riley for some scrub bomb with the Eagles. Well, the scrub bomb with the Eagles, first game he's in, he get hurt. Now you have to play KC. Not if you're Dan Quinn. You still put him at nickel, and you alternate him at safety from time to time. This is what you do. You have him at nickel and safety. How are you even practicing that? <coughs> Don't even make sense. How do you even develop a player like that when he's clearly a safety? He gives it up. Raheem Morris comes in. Guess who's the starting free safety? Him. Guess what you do, Rico? Put him in the box. Guess what happened? First three games, three interceptions. Ah. You have a guy who's in the practice squad. You have problems at ends. Tech had one set. You have Riley. Oh, what's his name? Not Riley. The guy. Um, I know you're talking about. Who? I know you're talking about. I forgot his name. Who's Larkin? <laughs> you have Larkin. Because <clears throat> there's a, the Iron Man in, base, in baseball. What's Bear Larkin nephew. Bear Larkin nephew. You have Larkin out there who is killing it in the preseason. He's jumping off. He's the only player that's jumping off the screen here. You decide. You decide to keep. Some no name trash instead of that kid and put him in the practice squad. And even now, you're not even you're not even deactivating motherfuckers and bringing them up. You just you tack is out for the rest of the season. Instead of the last game having him get some playing time, you go get some other scroll from somewhere else, assign someone else to go play. Like it's the team is being ran so poorly and so horrible on both sides, front office and the field. And there's no way. There's no and then they had the audacity. To sell PSLs? Along with PSLs. They're trying to trap you into a lifelong commitment with that trash ass thing. Arthur Blank is no better than Rankin Smith. Arthur Blank at times is worse than Rankin Smith. You went all the way and back hate, with that one. I hate, to, I hate to compare them because Rankin Smith never had back to back winning seasons. Rankin Smith was a shit owner, did not invest anything in the team. Terrible, and Arthur Blank is right there with him. Arthur Blank is Rankin Smith 2.0. You know, in our personal lives, you know how we talk about, hey, we our older self will go back in our younger self and just shake their head at some of the shit they doing mm-hmm. that we were doing. Well, Arthur Blank is the opposite. I think his younger self would just jump into the future and be like, dude, what are you doing? The Arthur Blank who fired Jim Moore, the one who got rid of Dan Reese, the one who went and got Michael Vick, that Arthur Blank would be shaking his head. He. He'd be like, I'm ashamed that the man that you become. What happened to the Arthur Blank? Because he did all those movies. He fired Dan Reeves, Jim Morrow in, what, six years? Seven years? Because he didn't hit the Mike Smith era. No. How do you fire Mike Smith? Remember, he fired, he fired Jim Morrow because he said it was either um, him or you. And Jim Morrow like, I can't fire my staff. So he like, well, y'all go then. So he was trying to keep grading up and Ed Donald said something like that. Yeah, he was like, he said, get rid of them or I get rid of you. And Jim Moore didn't want to get rid of them. So he got rid of them. <laughs> I don't understand what happened. I think you may be right. 
I think you may be right. He must be just seeing that old man just trying to beat cancer and just have, trying to have a good Sunday. I don't think he's really invested. I told you, I can't wait till his daughter is in control of the team. I can't wait. Because somebody needs to take that over from him. Or his wife, who's, who's ever up next. Who's ever up next needs to be running it now. He's a he's a la- he's a laughing stock. This is why the Falcons are a laughing stock in the NFL. This is why nobody can take him serious. Because of shit like this. How the fuck are you even gonna draft? Maybe they're losing games so they don't have to pay as much. If anybody thought of that, maybe they're winning games so they can drop down in the draft. Because the higher the draft pick you are, <coughs> you have to pay. Maybe these balls trying to lose these games or win these games on purpose now. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't have a top 10 pick. That's going to fucking screw us. We need to pick 15, fellas. But, Maybe that's what they're doing. But from, I hope James coming this motherfucker throw for 450 yards, four TDs, and fucking beat the brakes off their ass. But the problem is, is they don't have enough money. They were saying they couldn't sign their draft. They weren't like, hey, they, weren't, they can't sign any of their draft because they're over the cap. Overcome. There's going to be some relief, relief though, right? Because the salary cap go up some, but you're still not going to be able to sign your. Nah, they they were saying they're going to be over the cap with the relief. What you're talking about? They're already projected because they already know the cap number. How do you get yourself in this situation? Thomas Dimitrov, you know how. When you could have gotten rid of two of your heaviest contracts, and Webb is why would. You, you had to let somebody go. You got to trade. The motherfuckers put Vic Beasley on the auction block. Nobody bit. Maybe now, but see, now you're going to be fucked. You're going to have to franchise him. But now you're going to be fucked. You can, get ten, you can get 10 sacks this year, right? So let's say if you get 10 sacks, now you make a trade him, but you have to sign him to trade him. I don't even think you could trade sign him. And then what's the market for him? It's crazy. But this is what it is being a Falcon fan. So, yeah. I feel like, this is how I feel as a Falcon fan. Someone asks, if, if the question is, hey, going to the Super Bowl next year, what do we have to do? I feel like it would be that team, that, that scene from Taken. When he was over the phone, I was like, I got a good skill set. I will find you, and I will kill you. And the guy was like, good luck. I feel like that's what it is being said. We're going to the Super Bowl, and then it's a phone call. And the guy's on the other end going, good luck. <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. All right, digital This was just an impromptu rapid reaction to the fact that deciding to keep Dan Quinn. We're going to have a more formal one with the full cast or a full cast. We can dive in a little more later. Calhoun, appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend.